Welcome back to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue the search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Ooh, hey there. Hey. It is uh, early morning for me. Late morning for me. I don't, it's been... I, have we ever done it where we're both recording in the morning since I moved? Uh, yeah, we've done a couple, like, 8 a.m. episodes for me. Uh, Usually fun. they're not the best in terms of, like, <laughs> mental sharpness, but... Yeah, that's I made, fair. I made coffee this time. Ooh, it's good. Yeah. I got my I got my tea going. I nice. made a whole pot and I'm almost through it. Dude, I found out that you can buy like reusable pods for Keurigs that you can just like put your own coffee grounds oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah. So I bought a Keurig. That's that's so nice. Yeah, the worst thing about this has always been just like the ridiculous amount of waste that they produce. Yeah, and I mean like technically the pods themselves that they make are recyclable, but you got to like cut the foil top off and like scoop out the grounds into the compost and then you right. can rinse it out and throw that in the recycling. And it's like, that's so much work. And still it's going into the recycling, which is good, but like I'd rather have zero waste and yeah. I'd rather be able to buy good coffee from like a local roastery. And we have several good ones in the greater Vancouver area and Fraser Valley. Indeed, so indeed. I uh, just bought some coffee from a local uh, roastery. Shout out, Smoking Gun Coffee. Ooh, Smoking Gun. Yes. Um, they inhabit part of the space of the brewery I used to work at, Raven's Brewing. Oh. And uh, I want every brewery to also have a cafe in it now forever because it is the best... <laughs> idea ever well, that sounds pretty good like you know you go for a coffee on the weekend with your homies you go for like a late morning coffee you're there at like nine o'clock you have a couple of cups of coffee and then it's like oh it's 11 o'clock the brewery's open pour me a pint <laughs> it's so good it's so good man um, i can't relate to any of this <laughs> <laughs> all right uh how can i put this in terms you'll understand there's a, a tea emporium. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. It serves uh, gluten and uh, dairy-free snackums. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then at 11 o'clock, um, it's nap time. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. This yeah, is see? a brilliant idea. Yeah. I'm on now board. you're... I hear you. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, my body can't handle coffee or beer, so that's... Yeah. You can't do coffee, eh? No. I mean, like, every once in a while I try it, and then my body's like, why? Why you do that? I mean, it does get the old colon working. So Yeah, and my colon's been taking a day off since I was 15. <laughs> There you go. So, that's what the listeners came for. <laughs> yep. We made it weird. It's only been, you know, two two minutes. Um, oh, dear. Have oh, you dear. been enjoying anything on your television, sir? Ah, well. Yes. Yes, I have. Uh, not too long ago, I had the opportunity to start watching Picard. Ooh, how mm-hmm. is it? 
I mean, like, it's not shattering my world or anything, but it is super fun to see an old Jean-Luc Picard doing his shit. Um, I was, I was, I was fanboying a lot more than I thought I would, but, uh, so far loving it. Super interested. Um, the sex bomb drummer is in it. I was just going to say, I think the, yeah, the main, uh, the main draw for me is that Alison Pill is in that show. Yeah. It's pretty great. Her character is, is super interesting so far. Um, yeah. And yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't finished it or anything, but. It is very intriguing. It's a world I already cared about. I don't know if if you if you never watched Next Generation, I don't know if you would enjoy it. I'm not positive if it has like the universality. That's a word. Um, but so far, I'm I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Do we need to have seen like all of Next Generation? No. Um, okay. The most the most important thing, which like even though you don't need to know all about it because they do tell you a bit about it, but like. The one important thing is that, like, oh, Picard was once turned into a Borg. Oh, okay. That definitely comes up. That episode arc I am aware of, and I've seen all the movies, and I've seen, I don't know, maybe a season's worth of episodes of Next Generation Hmm. total. I, I tried watching it when they added it on Netflix, and it just, I never... I was never hooked enough to just keep watching it every oh, yeah. week, you know? Um, I definitely was. Man, but when I, that I first came it. to Netflix, I was watching... I had just moved out of, like, my family home, and I was in my first basement suite, the curry, the curry basement suite. Nice. And I, like, hadn't set up my bed yet. It was just a mattress on the floor against the wall, but I had my TV... And I had downloaded the Netflix app on my Wii, which nice. definitely doesn't work anymore. So I was watching in some good um, <laughs> uh, four by three ratio on my old television using the Netflix app on the Wii, watching Next Generation, and I just binged it for like a whole day. Nice. Some some good times. Times. Yeah, I I watched that, and then I did watch also a bit of Voyager when they added all the Star Treks. Yeah, I, I actually we've talked, I think, we've talked about it before how Voyager gets a bad rap, eh? Yeah, I think we have. I think I actually watched more Voyager than I watched Next Gen. Oh, interesting! Which is like blasphemy. <laughs> I mean, actually, I mean, if I go back and think about like episodes that I watched back when like Net uh, Next Gen was on like actual TV. Like in reruns and stuff, I probably have seen more next gen total, hmm. but I think I watched like pretty much the entire first season of Voyager and a little bit of season two of Voyager. I I think it gets a bad rap for sure. Yep. I think Janeway is a good uh, a good captain. Yeah, this is a very interesting show. It's very compelling. I enjoy it. Yeah. This this is a safe space for Voyager here. Oh, totally. But if you podcast. like Deep Space Nine, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> Deep Space Nine's cool. Man, I, weirdly, growing up, like Deep Space Nine is the series that I had all the action figures for, and I, I mean, like I definitely inherited them what? from one of my cousins. But yeah, I had a bunch of Deep Space Nine action figures. Well, you had you had the next gen crew though too, because I remember playing with like the Picard and Crusher and. 
Oh, that's right. I did have Crusher. <laughs> Fuck. You had, a, you had a couple of them for sure. Yeah, weird. That is yeah. weird. The yeah. only Star Trek toy I ever had was I had some miniature um, ships, like Micro Machines ships. And then oh, I yeah. had like the the um, shuttlecraft from TNG. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any of the action figures. So I think at one point... <laughs> We like combined forces, and I brought over the shuttlecraft, and we like loaded up. Yeah, I think so. I have the teleporter. Do you remember that thing? No. Yeah, it was like this little um, circular toy that had like a lid on it, and then you could put them in just like one half of the circle onto the little teleporter pads. It was battery powered. You'd turn it on. There were a bunch of mirrors in there, and then the light would shine up. And the like teleporting sound would go off, and then it would just use um, the trickery of light and mirrors to make it look like the figure that you had put in there was no longer there. Oh, sweet! I totally remember using that and not I understanding how it worked because it would look That's like they so were gone, cool. and then you'd stick your hand in there, and it would look like your hand was disappearing, and then you'd feel the toy and you'd bring it out. Super weird. Loved it. That's really cool. Yeah. No, I don't remember that at all. Weird, but. Anyway, yeah, I also um, uh, just started watching Haunting of Bly Manor. Ah, uh, yes. Just you just started? Recently. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I've seen it all. Oh, you've watched the whole thing already? Yeah, yeah. I, I binged it in about two or three days. Um, nice. Fair. What do you think so far? Uh, so far, I'm super interested. Okay. Um, I, I am invested. There are a lot of interesting characters, and I still don't know what the fuck's going on, and I want to know. What the fuck is going on? I will say I predicted one thing in the first episode, kind of as a joke. Oh. <laughs> and then it turned out to be correct. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. How oh, weird. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I like it. I think if you're, if you're expecting, like if you were a fan of Hill House and you're expecting another thing like Hill House, you're going to be disappointed. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it uh, it kind of took me a couple uh a couple of episodes to kind of start to get get into it as much as I did Hill House, but it, I kind of had to realize like, oh, this is not the same thing. It's a different thing. Um I feel like I got that right away. It it felt like a different series to me uh it had some of the same actors but they were completely different characters unrecognizable um the only weird thing now is like my brain has already accepted that it's a totally different show um but it's the same musical themes that they're using oh is it okay yeah and so like the music will be playing and i'll be like this is the music from haunting of a hill house why is it in here um weird but i mean i still i still have been enjoying it a lot i think it's it's good it's not as it's definitely not as scary as uh, Haunting of Hill House. So I think that's partially why it's getting uh, a bit of negative press hmm. uh, in the horror. It's it's not as straight up horror. Um, but, yeah. Still been scaring me. There's still a lot of fucking ghosts in the background and shit. There are, yeah. I just... Uh, because I know how many were in Hill House, like 
every time I'm watching an episode of Bly Matter, I'm just scanning the background looking mm-hmm. for the creepers. Mm-hmm. And I found quite a few. Oh, no, there's a lot. Um, yeah. I And I only saw a handful of them. Because um, I would forget to look sometimes, but then sometimes I'd be like, what was that guy just walking by in a priest <laughs> outfit in the background? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Weird. Heard. <laughs> there being a priest in this show but yeah um good stuff good stuff mm-hmm. i like you? that um okay so other than that uh i want to talk about one movie that i watched actually i think before we did the last episode i forgot to mention it i watched this movie called the commitments the commitments it, yes it's an irish movie from the 90s about a bunch of uh young people in Dublin, that decide they're going to start a soul band. Okay. And it is phenomenal. An Irish soul band. Yeah. The music is top-notch. They're doing, you know, Otis Redding, um, Aretha Franklin, like all the classic um, classic soul um, kind of R&B you know, uh, f- big famous artists, uh, Wilson Pickett, those kind of things. So the soundtrack is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that's the the lead singer of the group has got an amazing voice. Nice. A voice I would kill to have. Um, and it is funny as shit. It is so funny. Uh, every scene has like two or three buttons that just make you laugh so hard oh man it yeah it's phenomenal i can't recommend it enough i don't think it's streaming anywhere um i got it up from my local library oh love that yes um because i had seen a clip on i somehow stumbled upon a clip on youtube um of them doing mustang sally and i was like oh shit this is really good Hmm. and uh so i was like what movie is this and i did some googling and like as i was watching the clip i was like wait a second is that glenn hansard with like long curly locks oh baby yes it is it is like a young 20 year old glenn hansard with fresh curly locks down to his shoulders just oh my word shredding it on the guitar yes please and it's awesome. And apparently it's like this like huge hit in Ireland. Like I guess they did like a reunion concert cuz I guess the the 25th anniversary was last year or something like that. So they did like a reunion concert and they like sold out the Dublin O2 Arena and oh, man. it was like a benefit for like the, you know, Food Bank of Ireland or something like that. Sweet. Yeah. Um it's great. It's super funny. Got a lot of heart. I really really like it. Um. Immediately went and ordered the Blu-ray off Amazon. <laughs> nice. After I saw it, I was like, "I want to watch this movie over and over again. It's so good." And yeah. Uh, if you can find it, if you can get access to it, check your local library. Um, library, yeah. The it's commitments? it's the commitments. Yeah. Man, that sounds great. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. Um, and yeah, really, 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 really good. I think that's kind of all I've been watching. Let me just take a look at my... Oh, yeah. Um, 
not something I've been watching, but something I made debuted last week. Yeah, oh? last uh, last Friday, a music video I directed for our friend uh, Scott, who plays music under the name Curry, K U R I. A music video that I directed dropped for a song called An Empire. Uh, so go check that out on his YouTube channel. It stars my dad. <laughs> you love it. Uh, and it was really, really fun to make. I shot the whole I thing that on that my came iPhone. iPhone. I, I, yeah. haven't, uh, I haven't done that yet. You shot the whole thing on your iPhone? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I, man, I iPhones, iPhones are crazy these days, man. In 4K. That's and fucking I, ridiculous. I still have the iPhone 4S. <laughs> Fuck, man. We're on twelve. <laughs> That's how many there are now. Twelve. I just I'm... I just got the text message like pre-order the twelve now. I'm like, oh, oh I'm on the man. ten. I was thinking about maybe next year upgrading to the eleven. Maybe when my contract is up. They're already on the twelve. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the first third of the iPhone generations. Yeah, you are. Wow. Well, no, the four S. Well, because the four came out and then the four S had Siri on it. Which I never use anyway. Yeah. Is that what the S stands for? I never knew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. well I'm, on the, <laughs> I'm on the iPhone XR. What does the R stand for? Really, really good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, the difference between it is it has only one camera lens, but it can still do portrait mode. Mm. As opposed to the other ones that have to use two lenses. Um, but yeah, I shot the whole thing on my iPhone. I have a gimbal stabilizer for it that i bought and a anim- an anamorphic lens oh like one of the ones you just kind of like slide over top of the camera uh yeah kind of i've got like a, a special case that has a, a little clip that goes in mm. um yeah and then so i shot the whole thing in 1.33 anamorphic which is very very cool ultra widescreen you know man that's epic yeah super neat yeah well i mean like we didn't have any budget for it really like i basically i did it for free and we went and got some baseball gear from a thrift store i think it cost like 12 dollars altogether and like you know we didn't have any money for it he's got a new album coming out i think or an ep or some new song i don't know what he's doing i think it's a new song he has a new song coming out this week uh i think friday i think so this will be out before then so yeah if you're listening to it the week it comes out it's coming on friday if you're not listening to it the week it comes out it's already out yay um but yeah definitely go check that out i think it's a lot of fun i'm really happy with it I really Sweet. like the way it looks. I'm super impressed with the iPhone footage. Yeah, I mean, it'd have to be. Because, you know, I'm like, there's, like, Steven Soderbergh was shooting movies, like sh- like feature films that played in theaters on the iPhone 7 Plus. So, like... That's so weird. There's no reason for me not to be able to do a music video. So it was, like, it was just a fun way to experiment. Because, like, if we did this music video with, like, my Black Magic camera, I would have had to, like rent a gimbal rent like a battery pack probably to get enough battery power to do the whole thing mm-hmm. 
probably would have needed an assistant. Like, you know, it would have cost a couple thousand dollars to do it. But I just like threw my iPhone on the gimbal that I already have. Just went and did it. Did Love it in the it, afternoon. Man. Did it on like the hottest day of the summer. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It was like 36, 37 degrees outside. Gross. It was disgusting. And we did it right at sunset. But we were in shade for most of it. So it was still, it was only insanely hot and not insanely fucking hot. (laughs) It's an important distinction. It is. It really is. Well, Well, we did another. Can't wait wait to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It's, uh, I like it. It's fun. All right. Let's. Uh, fucking, let's fucking do it. Yeah, speaking of insanely hot. Dracula 2000. <laughs> <laughs> if true evil cannot die, is there a chance that it can forever be contained? Passcode decrypted. Accessing. Security shutting down. Cracked. For centuries, a secret has been buried beneath the streets of London. You don't build this kind of security without a gold mine to hide. Something ageless. What the hell is that? The Holy Grail, the Golden Fleece, the Crown Jewels, whatever it is, it's inside. Something powerful. Something beyond your deepest fears. What just happened in there? He is for Who? Not Miss Israel. I assure you. I don't want to die. There are worse things than death. So you haven't told me your name? We're all so much more complicated than our names. Oh, yeah. So that this is the whole reason that we started this stupid experiment. <laughs> So that we could talk about this movie. Kind of. If you go back and listen to the Shaft episode that we did at the beginning of the year. I was talking about like, ah yes, we're going to do a a retrospective on the year 2000. Because there's a bunch of movies that all came out that have the year, that have 2000 in the title. And so I was like, oh yeah, Dracula 2000 is like the most notorious so I'm like, we're gonna do Dracula 2000, and I and I think I even say in that episode, I'm like, the whole thing is kind of just an excuse to talk about Dracula 2000, <laughs> but we're gonna do that at Halloween because you know, yeah, you got to do a horror movie at Halloween. This is in January, and I think I even said like, I don't know if we'll be able to keep the joke going all year, but fuck it, we did. Yeah, and it's happening. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you feel feel good about it. <laughs> I feel vindicated. Okay, we're, good. We're not doing this next year, let me tell you. <laughs> nope. Next year, we're just watching whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Or, or. we do an entire year oh, of no. Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, no. No one, no. <laughs> no, no one can handle that. 
No, that's not okay. All right, we'll do whatever the fuck we want. Instantly, all I'm thinking about is Abed Nadir when he's been studying Nicolas Cage for too long. I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. Man, that's... There's a lot of hit and miss in that season. That was a hit. That's a hit. That's that's all-time community, for sure. Oh, um, but yeah, Dracula 2000. Um Yep. I don't like talking about Harvey Weinstein on this podcast because he's a piece of human shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, he reportedly bought this script uh, based on the solely based on the title. <laughs> he said, "I bought it because it's called Dracula 2000. It sucks, so I'm going to bring in a bunch of people to ghostwrite it, including Scott Derrickson, who would go on to direct movies like." The Exorcism of Emily Rose and Doctor Strange and Sinister. Oh, jeez. And Aaron Kruger, who would go on to write almost all of the Transformers movies. Well, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they came up with this piece of... Well, show my hand oh, yeah. too soon. Um, Let's talk about it first, <laughs> shall we? This is the most 2000s movie... Oh, my gosh. ...we've watched, I think... There is a who's who of, like, late 90s, early 2000s celebrities. Let's run through them, shall we? Oh, please. Yeah, I I only wrote a couple down, but there's more I missed, I'm sure. Hyde from uh, That 70s Show is in it. Yep. Also a piece of human shit. Um, Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine from Voyager is in it. Yep, yep, sure is. (laughs) Vitamin C plays the uh the roommate of the oh, yeah. main character. Uh, Lucy. Lucy, yeah. Yeah. She she has my favorite line in the movie. Um the uh the guy from Save the Last Dance and the uh the other doctor from House who I think is Dr. Foreman I've never seen House, so I didn't pick up on that one. Dude, I haven't watched House in like 15 years. <laughs> um, or whenever it was on TV last. But anyways, they're both in the the crew um, that, that steal Dracula's coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess... Oh, and then uh, the main guy who's like not really the main character, but I guess he is the hero... No, it doesn't really do anything until the third act. Mm-hmm. Um, is a uh, uh, sick boy from Train Spotting. Oh, he looks so familiar, and I wasn't. Yeah. I feel like maybe I've seen him in an episode of the IT Crowd, but Pr- probably. I think he was also in Hackers, oh. which is a '90s movie. And then uh, Gerard Butler is. Sexy Dracula. Yeah, I barely recognized him, honestly. I don't think I've ever seen him with long curly locks and Well, it's it's like so it's young. the Yeah. It's probably like his breakout role, actually. I'm just gonna go to his IMDB real quick and sort of take a look at his filmography. I mean, maybe not his breakout role, because I think that was three hundred. Yeah. But um okay, so he was like an uh an extra in Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, 
Yeah, this is his first like leading role. He's the title character. He's yeah. Dracula 2000. He is Dracula 2000. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he doesn't really do anything until 2002 when he was in Reign of Fire. Oh, oh Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. That was his, like, <laughs> breakout role. And then Phantom of the Opera and then 300. Anyways. Um, you missed my favorite side character cameo, though. Hmm? Priest Captain Reynolds. <laughs> oh yes, Nathan oh, Fillion is the. I was I was gonna get to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. That was that was sweet. I actually like jumped off the couch, almost. I mean, I'm still very crippled. <laughs> yeah, but fair. <laughs> so I feel like what? Yeah, I definitely had a a moment like that too. The the pride of Edmonton, Nathan Fillion is in this movie. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. I recognize his voice before I, like, recognize his face because he's, like, yeah, he's the priest and they're, like, doing the confessional thing in the, mm-hmm. the little booth. But I'm, like, that's definitely Captain Reynolds' voice. Yes, yes. And um, he he played a priest in, so, uh, oh, uh, Buffy Season 7. He plays a guy who, I guess, at least dresses like a priest. I don't, can't remember if he actually was a priest. He turns out to be a villain. Spoilers. Um, yeah. And then uh, Christopher Plummer, who's too good for this movie, yes. by the way. Yes, he is. He's so... he, Like, I give him so many props, because, like, he's actually really good, given the material he's working with. But, Absolutely. Uh, you know, he's Christopher Plummer. What's he, he going to do, act bad? Yeah, no, that's not no. going to happen. <laughs> no. So, he did great. man's a fucking national treasure, baby. <laughs> they shot this in Toronto. That's oh, nice. So many Canadians in it. But, yeah. Sense. Um, shall we, shall we get into it? Yeah, I think let's, let's, uh, yeah, go over the, the plot. So, this is one of those movies where, like, it's not a bad idea. You know? Yeah. It's it's not a... The concept itself, where if someone were to pitch this to me, be like, okay, Dr. Van Helsing has been keeping Dracula entombed for centuries until he can find a way to kill him forever, and he's keeping himself alive with, uh, I guess like spoilers for everything we're not gonna bother censoring ourselves spoilers for everything yeah um he's been keeping himself alive using dracula's blood um and so he's he is the original abraham van helsing even though he's claiming he's like a grandson or great-grandson or something of of Mm -hmm. dr van helsing um and so he's been keeping him uh in a in a vault in uh underneath what Car- Carthrite Abbey Carth Carthage Abbey what's the name of the vault uh, of Dracula Kathy Nope. Kathy Abbey something like that the <clears throat> pretty much the thing that uh the place that Dracula was going to move to I think in uh, the original 
book. Forgot the word for book. <laughs> oh dear, this is going to be a long <laughs> one, folks. <laughs> um. Anyways, so he's been he's been keeping him in a in a tomb, and it's you know inside a huge vault. And so one day his assistant is like, "Oh, he must have all the you know." whole bunch of jewels and gold and stuff in there because why does he have such an elaborate vault like you don't just have that for fun there's got to be something super valuable in there so she puts together a crew and it's got Hyde and it's got the guy from Save the Last Dance and it's got Dr. Foreman from uh, the house show and Mm -hmm. it's got uh, a couple other guys that aren't around very long Um, and they uh they go busting in uh, and break into the vault, and it's like a creepy tomb with skulls, and the skulls have fangs, yep. which I don't quite understand. I guess, well, do the vampires, like, they, they don't dust in this one, do they, when they die? Uh, I don't think so. No, they just come around? Okay. All right, so they got vampire skulls, yeah. and... Uh, you know, they're like, ooh, this is so creepy. What, what, what's he got going on here? And then they find mm-hmm. this silver coffin. And uh, they're like, okay, all right. He's got a coffin. Maybe all the, the, the jewels are in there. And uh, as they, like, push the coffin off of the altar that it's on, fucking trap door opens above them, and, like, sunlight comes streaming in, and these... Uh, like metal spikes come down from the ceiling and they impale this guy and kill him. And they're like, holy shit. Yup. Like there must be something real valuable in there. If he's got the fucking death booby traps, then another guy gets uh, like a gate with like spikes comes and like closes on him and like impales him from behind. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, fuck, let's get out of here. So Hyde blows up one of the walls and they're like taking the coffin and that sets off an alarm, right? So Dr. Van Helsing is like, oh, fuck. Let me get my flintlock that shoots silver spikes. Yeah. Go it's down all, there it's and all investigate. Like classic hidden weapon stuff where he like goes to the chessboard. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and the chessboard like opens up. And then he reaches down there and like presses a secret button. And then like the, was it like the bookshelf or something? Two sides like spin out and there's all these weapons on the other side. And I was like, yeah. I've always wanted something like that, but just like... For mundane stuff like keep my cutlery in the kitchen like you gotta like turn the pepper grinder counterclockwise and then like a secret latch opens up and like shing here's your silverware like, ah, cool i'll take a dessert fork thank you yes i love that idea <laughs> if i was if i was insanely rich that's the kind of shit that i would do I would do I would do the kind of shit where it's like you have a hallway and you can't see any of the fucking doors. <laughs> They're all, it's all yeah. There's all paintings. Like there's, there's like a pattern on the walls that's the same as the ceiling, and there's like paintings and like you know a candelabra, and like to open specific doors that you can't necessarily tell where they are. You have to do specific things. I would just be a total asshole to my guests. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to find the bathroom. You must pull on the copy of Dante's Inferno. <laughs> the fourth edition, not the second edition. Oh, if you pull oh. on the second edition, you will fall into a mode Definitely. of alligators. Yep. 
<laughs> Love it. But yeah. Yeah, so it's Van Helsing gears up. Oh yeah. And they uh they they escape with the silver coffin and uh get on a plane and he's like, "Oh shit. Okay. They took the they took the coffin. This is bad. Let me get all my old school guns and crossbows and shit." And uh, head off to America. And he tells his uh, assistant, protege, uh, sick boy. Yep. Cap- doesn't have a name in the movie, I don't remember. He says, sick boy. Um, he's just sick boy. Tells him, like, don't follow me. Stay here. So what does he do? Obviously follows him. Um, but while they're on the plane, Hyde's fucking around with the, you know, coffin. They're like, we got to find a way to get it open. So he like, you know, presses on one of the crosses or something or turns it and it opens up and they're like, oh, there's just a corpse in here. Well, that With sucks. a bunch of leeches on it. Yeah. It's super gross. It is super gross. Yeah. that That's how, I don't know if we mentioned, that's how Van Helsing's been using his blood. He's like, he has leeches in the coffin to suck out his, the Dracula blood. Yeah. And then he extracts the blood from the leech. I think he like said, bef- said at one point, like using leeches as a filter like i guess that was so supposed yeah to make, that was like that was like him putting the filter on the cigarette like oh it's safe now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um yeah so he's using the leeches to like get the blood so that he can live longer because i guess that works somehow somehow um but yeah so he you know, Hyde opens it up and he's like, oh, there's like a corpse in here wearing an old knight's helmet. And he's like, oh, well, there's like a slightly bejeweled cross with some rubies on it. I'll take that. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like looking around and then like one of the leeches jumps onto his eyeball. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So gross. Um, But yeah, basically then they set Dracula free. And... uh he, they crash in the Louisiana swamp. He kills everyone on the plane. He turns, uh, well, turns them into vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, except with, the pilot. With each person he bites, he looks more and more human until he becomes super sexy Gerard Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... They crash in the Louisiana swamp, and then that's when we meet uh, our main character, whose name is Mary. Classic. And we don't know this yet, but she is the daughter of Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. The estranged daughter. Her mother took her to America when she found out what Van Helsing was doing in London. Yeah, with the whole Dracula blood stuff. With the whole, yeah, his little Dracula br- blood problem. She's like... Nuh-uh, never again. We're never going to see us again. So she takes her daughter to America. And uh, she's roommates with Vitamin C, and they work in a really cool record store in New Orleans. Sure do. Yeah. Um, and she's been having, like, dreams about Dracula, yeah, not sexy, knowing who he is. Sexy Dracula dreams. Yeah. And, uh, and then when he finally, like, regains his form... They absolutely have a Ray and Kylo Ren moment. Totally, totally. Uh, Ryan wow. Johnson is a hack fraud because he ripped <laughs> off Dracula 2000. Totally ripped off Dracula 2000. 
Oh, man, I would love to go to a convention one day. And like, like I would never ask a question at like a panel. Like that just doesn't interest me at all. Mm. But I would totally ask Ryan Johnson. So, did you rip off the Ray and Kylo Ren Force Vision thing from Dracula 2000? Maybe I'll tweet him. Do it. <laughs> Absolutely do it. We need to know. Yeah. Because if he's like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Like, if he's, oh. Then we've got imagine? a scoop. What a scoop. That would make the podcast if his, go viral. If his, if his answer was actually just dot, 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 yes, period. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, man. But yeah. Um, uh, that's also when we're introduced to Seven of Nine mm-hmm. as a sexy news reporter. Everyone in this seven movie is sexy. Seven of Channel Nine News. Yeah, Seven of Nine at Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone in this movie is sexy, by the way, mm. except for our our the main dude, sick boy. Yeah, he's not I, that I sexy. Don't, he's I don't he's, find him that attractive personally. He, he's kind of fugly. Um, maybe he was hot for two thousand. I don't know. <laughs> he's two thousands hot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotcha. He just looks like he has a heroin problem all the time. Oh Cause, dear. Well, because of I'm assuming that's just me associating him with train spotting. Which was about yeah. a lot of heroin, but mm, yes, mm, fair. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, I mean, even the uh, even the main lead, Mary, they kind of play her down, play her sexiness down. You know, she wears cardigans and you know, dressed kind of a uh, little more conservative, not like hyper color tube tops and. Mm-mm. You know, glittery lip balm and whatever. Yeah, she's like, got uh, like loose fitting uh, capris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Honestly, like that. she looks comfortable. She looks really comfortable for most yeah. of the movie. I mean, I don't know why you'd wear a cardigan in New Orleans. I imagine that's real sweaty, <laughs> just all the time. But the most, the most two thousands thing in this whole movie, though, is their phone. Did oh, you notice man. their phone? <laughs> Yes, the clear plastic, clear plastic phone. <laughs> so you could Fuck. see all the stuff inside. Oh my god! I saw that and I like immediately was like, "Oh, yeah." Seriously, it was as two thousands as the soundtrack choices for sure. That was such a. Oh, you know that there was a Dracula two thousand the album. Added, oh, of course, know. and it was garbage. <laughs> probably yeah, garbage was probably on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Good call. Yeah. Um, oh boy! Back when like new metal ruled the charts, what a weird time! Oh gosh, what a weird time! Anyways, we were, we were but babes. Yeah. Oh, I dude, I had so many like acid flashbacks. The phone really sent me back. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh right, that's back when we thought that like see-through plastic was cool for electronics. Yeah. Oh man. So but anyways. Bad. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, seven of nine at nine. She's trying. So she's doing uh, as we as we say in the TV biz. She's doing a stand up mm-hmm. uh, for her news report, trying to do like a promo for like uh, you know turn me on at eleven to see whatever. And the the whole scene is uh, seen from the point of view of the camera, 
till all of a sudden she like freezes and goes like like something grabbed her and the camera guy's like what the fuck and he pulls the camera down and dracula's got her by the neck because you can't see him on the camera no you can't which i was like oh that's kind of fun yeah um and then there's (laughs) so she freaks out and runs to the news van and locks herself in and there's a hilarious shot of like the camera guy drops the camera and you can just see him like holding his neck like getting thrown around but you can't see dracula like yeah. it's, you're seeing it on the cause, like in the news van they have like tvs and they're like sending the signal back to their probably like a beta mm. tape recorder you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah you you just see him like getting thrown around by nothing and that was that was a choice that, was good. that they made <laughs> to do that it's not scary <sighs> i mean no but it's fun and also it happens during the day it was oh, like when, when i guess i mean like yeah the whole scene was really bright uh but when they were filming um and she kind of kept screwing up and they had to start over and she was like oh and now we've lost the daylight i think that comment was supposed to be like the sun is technically set Oh, okay. So it's like dipped below the horizon, but you're still yeah. getting that ambient light. Oh, okay. Which I guess, I, I guess, direct sunlight is the issue with Mister Dracula. So. Dracula. Dracula. Yes. As what's his face? Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer so brilliantly delivers. Oh, he is Dracula. Oh, Dracula. so good, so good. Oh. Um, not enough screen yeah. time for Mister Plummer in this movie. No. I feel. No, like he, he should have been the the lead, but it was two thousand and it was a Miramax film, so you had to have sexy, sexy sick boy. <laughs> You'd have, yeah, he does nothing in the movie. Uh, I mean, really. like he uses some weapons. I guess he, yeah, he kills the new brides. So yeah, basically the three brides that he gets are the news reporter. The secretary turned uh, thief. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, vitamin the, C. The roommate. Yeah, vitamin C. Um, he kind of... He figures out that she works at Virgin Records. And so he goes to Virgin Records looking for Mary. And every... W- there's only women in the store, by the way. Yep. And they all want the d yeah the drac yeah yeah you the did there? dracula yeah i got you. yeah they want the dracula to put his penis in there. yeah there we go okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes it is yes it's yeah. uh it's a hallway of bedroom eyes walking oh down my God. between the uh the cd racks which you know i get it vampire movies are automatically going to be erotic in some yeah. sense. I think the only non-erotic vampire movie is maybe John Carpenter's Vampires. But even... Th- oh, no. No. No, no. Never mind. There's a very erotic scene in that movie. <laughs> there we go. So it's all of them. It's all of them, yeah. There's a... Oh, yeah. It's maybe the most erotic scene, actually. Now that I think about it. Uh-oh. Yeah. You know, the, the most erotic vampire movie, hands down, though. What we do in the shadows. I mean, that's... 
Okay, so that there's the one that's not nailed it. <laughs> yeah, all the all the eroticism is implied. Yes, I turned into a dog and had sex. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Maybe not implied. Maybe just stated. Yeah. Man, that was hilarious. Anyway, Dracula two thousand. So Dracula yeah. wants to find Mary because he can sense her presence. Because she's got his blood in her because of her dad. Yes. Doping himself with the D blood. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oops. Nope. Didn't have said that. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, whoop. Nope. Uh-oh. Too late. Uh-oh. Whoops. Oh, no. Whoopsies. Um, the D blood. And... Yeah, d- just double down on it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Double D down on it. Ooh. <laughs> well, she does. Um, oh, no. Because she's like, oh, Lucy isn't working today, but I live with her. You could come back to my place and wait for her there if you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Draculia is like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm Gerard Butler. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what Gerard Butler's accent is in this movie, but I definitely couldn't replicate it. Mm-mm. Nope. It's it's not Transylvanian <laughs> and it's not Scottish. Just kind of talks, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hard to pin uh, down. Speaking of hard to yeah. pin down, whoo! The sex with vitamin C. Very floaty. Very floaty, and then ends on the ceiling. Yeah. 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 That was kind of hot. Um. But yeah, she that in that scene she you know she's like oh she's not home yet do you want to come in so she invites him in and she's like well can I get you something coffee and he's like I don't drink coffee <laughs> 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 which is a classic classic vampire line oh, yeah. um and uh, he's like all right and then uh, yeah, somehow they get to talking and uh, he's he's like I like your name Lucy she's like thanks. I was named after the Peanuts character. <laughs> and then it immediately cuts to them making love in bed. That's all it took. Peanuts character? Let's bone. For sure. Yeah. That's a I fetish, my dude. almost did a spit take when she said, like, it, that was, that's the funniest line of the movie to me. Oh, it's you know it's all are, worth it. There are a lot of amazing lines, though, in this movie. There are some good ones. There are some really good ones. I wrote a few down. Um, but let's, let's finish the plot first. So then, Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, Mary, who's been having, you know, Ray and Kylo Ren moments with Dracula, kind of sees a flash of Dracula with her roommate, Vitamin C, um, and goes looking for her, um, first at the store, and then they're like, oh, she went home, it looked like she had a date, and she's like, "Uh uh-oh, goes to her house, um, and then she's in her room, and Vitamin C calls her, I guess, like, from the other apartment, which is above her. Yeah. Um. Why? Why did she call her? I don't. <laughs> so that you could see the awesome see-through phone. Oh, of course, they could highlight <laughs> the clear plastic. Yeah. Well, did phones. you did you uh, did you mention that uh, she finds Van Helsing impaled? Well, that's when when she goes up to Vitamin C's apartment. Oh right. Yeah. After yeah. The, after the phone call. Oh yeah, because Vitamin C's like, I'm with your father. Yeah. Like, what yeah. did you say? 
And that's then right. He's like, where are you? And Vitamin C's like, where do you think? And then hangs up on her. And I was just like, well, she didn't know. That's why she asked Vitamin C. Rude. Uh, but yeah, then uh, it could be anywhere. It could be like an old yeah. folks home. It could be a Starbucks. Jeez. could be like the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the rec center. Could be. It's her like estranged father. Doesn't yeah. know where he is. Yeah. Could be <sighs> anywhere. It could be anywhere that old people hang out. Which is A and W for breakfast. Places. Yeah, that's a good one. He could be doing a mall walk. Oh, classic. Um, the Van Helsing mall walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before the mall opens, they let seniors, citizens kind of roam the halls. Yep, yep. I remember working in a mall and there was just when you had to open, then there was the horde the horde of old people. Yeah, and then they Walking go to the cafeteria the or to the food court when they get the A&W breakfast. Absolutely, every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh, but then she goes to her, her roommate's uh, room, and it's all creepy, and she's got a baseball bat. Good for her. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the bed is slightly covered, and she opens it up, and there's blood everywhere, and there's a pole going straight through the bed. And then she sees the hand with the uh, the Van Helsing crest ring. Yeah. Sticking yeah. out from under, looks underneath, sees a dead Christopher Plummer, and that's when I checked out, because Christopher Plummer was dead, <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck this movie. Kind of, right? It's like, <laughs> we didn't get to see know. him die. There was no. barely barely a confrontation between him and Dracula. Um, yeah, you don't really see them at all. I wanted I wanted a fight scene where he had a triumphant death, but instead Dracula just ended him, because it was like... He does throw him through a mirror, though. Mm-hmm. Which you was know, actually like... kind of poignant because we, we get a flashback with Van Helsing of how he captured Dracula in the first place. And Dracula is, like, walking down a street. And then Van Helsing comes out around a corner facing him. Um, And then Dracula starts moving forward and then um, reaches out in front of him and touches glass. And he starts to push on it, and it starts to shatter. It's a mirror. Van Helsing yeah. was actually behind him, but because he has no reflection, couldn't see himself. Uh, and then the mirror breaks, and it's actually a cage in front of him. And then he whips around, and the cage shuts behind him. And then, then Van Helsing and a couple dudes that like bust open from the sides of the alley start like running him through with spears and stuff. And yeah. I was like, that was clever. That's my favorite scene in the movie, actually. That was great. I'm like that's a really cool, yeah, sequence. It's yeah. it's a kind of creative sequence. I like it. That was interesting. Uh, yeah. And then when when Van Helsing uh, comes to Mary's house, like before Mary's there, to find Draculia, um, he's walking down the hallway, and there's a mirror at the end of the hallway. Dracula's behind him, and he doesn't see because Dracula has no reflection. And yeah. then he makes some kind of comment of like. I don't remember exactly what he says, but the gist of it was, ha ha, now you get fucked by a mirror. And then he throws him into yeah. the mirror. <laughs> so it was, like, it was fairly poignant, but still, I wanted the Christopher Plummer versus Gerard Butler showdown. I think we're still owed that to this day. Yeah. A little yeah. disappointing there. Yeah. A little disappointing. But uh, so anyways, yeah. So uh, Mary gets attacked by the three brides and ends up getting... Was she attacked by Dracula first? No, she's attacked by the three brides. Yeah, the three brides first, for sure. And she kind of runs away, and Drac and she like you know has a, a vision of a hallway with like red drapes blowing in the wind. 
Anyway, she kind of uh, Dracula shows up and she kind of runs outside, and that's when she runs into Sick Boy, who tries to shoot Dracula with the crossbow as he he's turned into a dog mm-hmm. or a wolf, I guess, and he's charging. He's jumping, and Sick Boy grabs her. He's like, "Get down!" And he does the spin and he fires the crossbow, and then like right before it hits the dog, the dog turns into a bunch of bats and flies away. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool if it was not super dated 2000 CGI. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's a, fair, um, there's a fair bit of that in this movie. There is. Yeah. And so they they go to a church or a library or a library in a church. I guess it's both because he's like, we need, you know, a sacred ground to be safe. It, yeah, it must like, be. It, yeah. She's like, there's a both. church nearby that I go to where Captain Reynolds is the priest. That's and right. Then, they go looking for Mal. Yeah, but then, uh, I mean, we never see him again in the movie. No, he's... Again, disappointing. Got in his spaceship, and he headed out. Uh, But yeah, then we see them in what looks like a library. That must be the church. It must be, because there's also a cemetery right next to it. And I don't know a lot of libraries that have cemeteries (laughs) next to them, but I know quite a few churches that do. For sure. That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then Dracula just comes in anyway, so... Yeah, well, Sick Boy's not smart. That's the thing. He, oh, right. he knows he's, nothing he's about dumb. this. Mm-hmm. He got one quick briefing uh, from Van Helsing when they were in the car. And then I guess he fought um, Save the Last Dance and Dr. Foreman and killed them. Right. He does have to fight some of the the spawn. Yeah. The vampire spawn. And that's their... Honestly, like, they're poorly written and poorly delivered, but that's where a bunch of, like, the really corny lines come in, is with Sick Boy. Um, yeah. Like, when he first gets attacked, says. The, first, the first time he gets attacked is by Hyde, Vampire Hyde. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Vampire Hyde, as he's attacking him, says, I'm sorry, man, I just don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> and then he's attacking him. Um, and then uh, Sick Boy gets the drop on him and stakes him. And Hyde's like, I said I was sorry, <laughs> and then, and then dies. Um, and then when he, uh, I think it's when he's fighting Save the Last Dance, where he like gets out a cross, um, from his pocket, and I, I, we really need to know their names. But keep keep going. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he get, gets out a cross, and the vampire looks at it and he's like, "Sorry, sport, I'm an atheist." And then he <laughs> presses a button, and a stake comes out of the bottom of the cross, and Sick Boy says. God loves you anyway, <laughs> and then stakes him with the <laughs> with the cross. That's pretty good. Which is uh, oh, man. Save the last dance is Sean Patrick Thomas. Okay, and Omar Epps is uh, Doc Eric Foreman. What his character on House was named Doctor Eric Foreman. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't know. I never knew his first name. I was just assumed he was Doctor Foreman. Eric that, Foreman. That is there you funny. Go. Especially Weird. since Hyde is in this movie. Yeah. By the way, Hyde's character's name is Nightshade. <laughs> what? Why? Uh, who? No. Is, is, is that his thief name? His professional thief name is Nightshade? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Okay. Dude, it's uh, 2000. Who cares? There's literally someone in this movie named Vitamin C. And then uh, I don't remember who he's fighting but uh sick boy um 
is is in a fight with uh might have been eric foreman actually yeah uh where um he, he like stakes him and he thinks he's got him down but then you know he's walking away and then eric foreman's getting up behind him uh and he delivers the line uh never ever fuck with an antiques dealer <laughs> and then he cuts his head off i was like what <laughs> oh yeah because like, the pretense for having the huge uh vault and stuff on top of the old abbey was that uh he runs an antique shop yeah ben helsing does yeah oh gosh yeah so that was good i guess but basically the crux of the movie is that you know dracula shows up at the church um sick boy opens a bible and all the pages fly at him and burst into flames that was kind of cool. I've never seen that happen before. That was pretty cool. It was a little weird why yeah. why the Bible exploded in the first place. But well, I think it's like the word of God attacking <laughs> evil okay. was kind of how I interpreted it. That's cool. Because um, like the whole, there's this whole kind of thing in the movie about like why does Dracula hate, uh, you know, symbols of Christianity and God. And so what we learn and which is the And, and silver. Uh, and what we learn is the weirdest twist in this movie yeah. that I did not see coming. No, at neither all. did I. Yeah, when when he when he gets he like gets Mary um, away from Sick Boy. Yeah, and then like is like I thought he was gonna be all like my daughter because you're of my blood, but then he like yeah. kisses her and I'm like, oh, that's making it weird. But then he like gives her her first bite and is like, I will share with you what I have shared with no other, and then gives her a vision of yeah. The well, twist. she drinks his blood. Too, right, yeah, right? and that's and then sh- the knowledge is shared through the blood, I guess. Yeah, and then we learn through the vision that he is Judas Iscariot. Yup. And that when he tried to hang himself, I guess the rope broke before he was totally dead, or he was just cursed. And then he was somehow like cursed to be undead. Like, I've definitely heard some lore about that, like, that tree being cursed because of Judas's act. I think I've heard that before, but, like, that's, um... Oh, okay. That it wasn't in the movie. <laughs> no, but that's why he hates, you know, the cross, and that's why he hates, um, uh, silver, because of the 30 pieces of silver that he was given to betray Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um... He should also probably hate ropes. Yeah, I thought I would think so. <laughs> but he doesn't. That um, doesn't come up. <laughs> but then, yeah, so that that explains why. Well, and then, like, I guess he, he, he hung himself at sunset. Right? So that explains why he hates the, the, the light of the sun. Right, yeah. Uh, so. So, yeah, that's some weird uh, new vampire lore for you. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that's the reason why he can't be killed in normal ways. I don't know if Van Helsing ever tried beheading him. Maybe that would work, but you know, he yeah. can't be killed with stakes and he can't be They don't explain garlic ever. Maybe garlic isn't a thing. But yeah, you know, yeah, so Mhm. Yeah, the uh <sighs> Don't laugh. 
I don't know. I can't remember. That was my brain kind of died after that because I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, the original it's, it's, Dracula is Judas. <laughs> is Judas? Yeah. It's uh, it, it's weird. Like, it's weird. It's yeah. not. It's not a bad twist. I don't think. Mm, isn't it though? <laughs> it, well, maybe I don't know. It's creative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's new. Yeah, I didn't see it coming, at least, which is good in a twist. Also, did you notice that um, Bram Stoker's Dracula exists in this world? Yeah, like, like yeah, Bram like Stoker the, did write about the novel. Him. Yeah, yeah. There's a line at the beginning where Christopher Plummer's like, "Oh, to think that my grandfather was the, you know, the inspiration. The inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula is complete nonsense." Blah 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 blah. blah. Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's set in our world. Yeah, or like in in the world of Dracula, the book Dracula exists. That's weird. Yeah, super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, well then, so again, the brides attack Sick Boy, and they have a big big old fight and they capture him mm-hmm. he and manages to stake seven of nine uh but then the other two get him yeah yeah mm-hmm. so he kills jerry ryan and the other two get him and they've got him tied up in a like a greenhouse on a roof yeah. on a roof it's normal right up that is on the roof of a church maybe because there's a big old neon crucifix up there with like a neon jesus yup or a big light up jesus but yeah so uh, you know, she bring he Dracula brings Mary into the greenhouse, and he's like feed on him, and they're like, "Ooh, she's like us," and then it turns out to be a trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like bites her own lip, and then mm-hmm. smushes her own blood on his neck to make it look like he got bit. Yeah, and so it's kind of does she have vampire powers at the end of this? Yes. She does, but she's like, not a vampire. Like, like Dracula bitter. Yeah. And she drank of his blood. She is now a vampire and she does she, she does get out fangs when she goes to pretend to bite Sick Boy. She is a vampire. She is. Yes. But at the end is she still a vampire? No question mark. <laughs> Cuz Well, okay, so we'll get to that. So yeah, the son yeah. uh Sick Boy gets freed. And he decapitates vitamin C and Oh no, that was uh that was Mary. Mary. Um like Mary goes and gets the the sword that's in the butt of the crossbow. Which is dope, by the way. That there's that a curved cool. sword inside the butt of the crossbow. Oh, does um, he kill the other one though? He kills one of them, doesn't he? Uh yeah, yeah. It's just that um like she gets that out and it goes to Dracula and it was like he'll never stop hunting us vampire or no i would have his head and dracula's like yeah fucking go for it and then she walks over there um and as she like raises the the blade to kill sick boy that's when vitamin c sees the neck and sees that there's no bite marks and she's like that bitch is lying and then she cuts off vitamin c's head in that right, moment right and then the fight starts where it's sick boy versus the secretary that he kind of had a crush on and is now a vampire yeah, and Selena, then, I think is her name. 
that sounds right. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then it's Mary versus Draculia, and yeah. I mean, Dracula's winning the fight effortlessly, but she's getting like thrown around and often lands on her feet like she has heightened abilities. Yeah, and does kind of float through the air a little bit. So she's yeah, a well, it ends. It ends with Dracula getting hung by a cable from the big light up cross oh yeah he like throws her into the neon sign and then like yeah. parts of it blow up and the cables come flying out yeah and she's falling off the roof and he catches her um but then he's like hanging by the neck mm-hmm. and he drops her and you think she's dead and then as the sun comes up he bursts into flames well, while he's hanging just before that, well, like she's she, we think she's dead, but she's not because she's a vampire, so she's super strong. But yeah. then Dracula like reaches a hand down to her, and he says, "I release you." And then like the creepiness in her eyes like goes away. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, and then sun comes up, bursts into flame, and she doesn't, because I guess. Uh. Draculia Iscariot can just get rid of your vampirism like that. I guess, yeah. I guess. So. I mean, I know, I remember in, like, True Blood, there was a thing about, like, uh, sires. Um, If you are a vampire and you make another vampire, you have control over that vampire until you release them. Hmm. So if this vampire, you know, if if a vampire that you made is like, I'm going to kill this person, you can be like, no, as your sire, I command you. And then they physically can't do anything. Well, then if you release them, are they no longer vampires? Uh, No, they're still vampires, but you no longer have control over them. Okay. So you could say, as your sire, I release you. And then they're free to do as they will. I don't know. If that has anything to do with it. I mean, it's not explained. <laughs> it is not explained. Uh, anyways, so she's fine. He bursts into flames. And she keeps the remains locked up in the antique shop. Because she's Mary Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some Linkin Park plays over the credits. As as like the there's like you know flashing of stuff and then her eyes briefly get vampire-y again before yeah. the credits roll like ooh maybe she's still got I mean she's still got Dracula blood in her ooh. yeah and I think there's even like a brief flash of like his eyes in red oh yeah they totally were yeah 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 it's good it's good stuff yeah so that's uh, it's Dracula two thousand that it is how you feeling <laughs> I'm glad I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if for no other reason I now have an excuse to tweet Ryan Johnson oh yeah that's fun it is fun and uh, yeah no that's about it that's about, <laughs> it. That's about the only reason um, yeah I uh, I'm not sure what to rate this off the, t- off the top of my head do you have you got something in mind no, because, like, 
while I'm thinking about it, let's. Uh, I'm gonna jump to Rotten Tomatoes. We'll do the Rotten Tomatoes score because I. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. So, it's not the lowest rated movie on uh, that we've ever done, but it's also not the highest rated movie. Okay, well that's a big variance because the, the lowest we've done, I think, was eight. Yeah, it's so. not that. The uh, total review count: sixty-nine. Oh, hello. Nice. Sexy movie. Um, it is a sexy movie. Anyways, so <laughs> what do you think? Uh, 27. Too high. Too high. Is it like 16? 17. 17. Oh, it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty low. <laughs> that's pretty low. Um... I don't know. In in some ways, it was kind of fun. Yeah. And, and I really like ways, Christopher Plummer. Yeah, Christopher Plummer is great. But in some ways, it's it's just a really bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, Oh, Carfax Abbey. That's... Carfax. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so... Yeah, I... Yeah, we're is it craptacular though? Do we do we recommend this to be watched? Do we do we think everyone should watch this because it's so bad that it's good? Um, or is it kind of like if you never see this, that's cool? <laughs> I mean, I think if you never see it, it's fine. Um, but like if you. If you do watch it, I think it's also fine. <laughs> um, we do not have a middle of the road in our rating system. No, we don't. We have to make a definitive statement. Um, it's good or it's bad, or it's one of our craptacular movies that we've been searching for. And I feel like if we have to question whether or not it's one of our craptacular movies that we've been searching for, then it just isn't. Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, it's kind of one of those ones where it's like, if I ha- if you get a bunch of friends together and put it on and watch it, you'd probably be entertained. Yeah, probably. If you're like entertaining, if you're like you know just making fun of it the whole time, I don't know. But it it does suck. It does. So I think it's like it's a high. That's one big pile of shit. That is one big pile of shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say craptacular. Yeah. Okay. Well. Ah, well, I mean, I don't. There are elements that aren't. It's just like it's the the things that were supposed to be funny were just really bad. Like all the really cheesy lines. Yeah, I um, guess. Like, would I watch it again? Though, like, I wouldn't. I don't know about you. No, I don't think I would. Yeah, no, no, it's not it. Yeah, all right. No, it's a, yeah. It's a tough call, but it has to be one big pile of shit. It's one it is one big pile of shit. You're right. Yeah. You're is, right. It is. That is one big pile of shit. It's Dracula two thousand. Come on. Sorry, Mr. Plummer. <laughs> if there were more plumber, maybe this would be a different rating. But Oh yeah. No, Definitely. no such luck. But uh, Too bad. Too bad. But so uh sad. Yeah, if if you are going to watch it, turn it off after Christopher Plummer dies. 
just assume that that's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like, oh, we lost. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, okay. It's it's one big pile of shit then. Yep. But I think it, you know, there was still it wasn't it wasn't as I assumed it was going to be horrible to watch. Mhm. I I really did, but it is not. It was mildly entertaining at times. Um and that's the review. Mildly the review. entertaining at times. Yeah. Christopher Plummer, you're too good for this. Um anyways, we uh yeah, we do this show every month as I'm sure you might know uh and that's oh i just remembered a thing i watched also all right uh i watched season two of the boys on amazon prime and it's fantastic i don't know that show uh it is based on a comic book by garth enos ennis enos um and it involves Basically, a, a group of like superheroes are mainstream, and they're all owned by a corporation. Interesting. Um, and basically, the corporation is super corrupt, and they want to get of their course. superheroes into the military, and oh boy, all kinds of stuff. And they're like super evil Disney, basically. Oh boy. Um, and. So they, yeah, they basically just, uh, there's a group of people led by Carl Urban who are trying to take down all the superheroes, basically. They're, like, contracted by, I think, the CIA to, like, take down the corporation and and kill off the superheroes. But, like, their main hero is a character named Homelander who's basically... Superman, if he was an absolute insane person, oh, like Yikes. a complete psychopath, um, that's scary. It is. It is. Um. Anyway, so yeah, the se- second season just wrapped up, and it was really, really good. Highly recommend if you've got Amazon Prime. You can blow through. There are only eight episode seasons. You can blow through them both real quick. Nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, we do this show monthly, and uh, next month we are going to be talking about Godzilla 2000. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, if you're in Canada, this movie is free to stream on CTV on demand. Hell yeah. Yeah. If you you're not in Canada... gas when you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some Kim's Convenience, who knows? Um, actually, that's CBC. Anyways, if you're not in Canada, get a VPN. Um, that pretty much brings us to the end. We have, uh, we don't have any emails this week, but we do have a new YouTube, uh, comment. Uh, Dog Ate My Plums, uh, commented on the Heavy Metal 2000 episode, and it just says, twat. (laughs) What should I, what should I reply to him? That's good. Oh, nice and simple. Nice and simple and still negative like every other YouTube comment. Yeah. Um, 
how do you, how do you respond to a, just a a simple twat? Twat, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. We also keep getting a bunch of um comments on the Hollow Man episode in a language that I do not recognize. That's fun. Um, yeah, there's no idea what they're saying. No idea. I assume it's bad. Um, you know what? You know, if it's just a one word British insult, I think you. I think the response should just be cock. Ch- cheers. Oh, cheers. <laughs> 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 like where your mind went, but no. I mean, we 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 need to be a positive force in the YouTube comment section. All Never right. negative. Never negative. Cheers. And I'll I'll use the beer emoji, the beer clinking emoji. Oh, perfect. Cute. Cheers. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so that's cool. If you want to leave a comment on our YouTube channel, you can do that. It's the Retro Craptacular on YouTube. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio. Maybe if it still exists. I don't check um i have never checked in my life no basically anywhere you get your podcasts you can listen to us you're listening to us right now whoa so <laughs> mash that subscribe button <laughs> and uh you'll never miss an episode thanks guys i'm doing the youtuber thing yeah now. i gotcha yeah, yeah. um <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the show we are at retro crap pod on all the socials and by that i mean the three that count instagram <laughs> facebook twitter and we are retrocrappod at gmail.com. If you want to email in a question, I would love to do like a mailbag section where people ask us. We've had a couple questions over the years. Um, yeah, we'd like literally, like count, I'd literally I could count them on one hand, I think. Um, people have asked us like, oh, what are some of your uh, favorite movies that aren't bad? And we're like, oh, <laughs> yes. We watch other things. Let us tell you. Um so, yeah, you can email in a question. You could recommend a film. Uh, we, I haven't started making the lineup for next year quite yet. I have a couple of ideas. Um, but I think I'd really like to get back to a, a mix of classic 80s, 90s, B-movie garbage, uh, and maybe then some uh, some more modern stuff. We still have several resident evil movies to get through oh gosh so i want to do i want to do like a nice mix of uh very retro like the name suggests and then maybe some more stuff in like the you know early 2000s kind of thing but yeah that's kind of that's kind of what i'm thinking go go back to the roots of of what the show was built around which was watching obscure crap from the 70s and 80s yeah and not um, only things from the year 2000. <laughs> it's been, you know, though, I'm glad we've done this. It's been an eye-opening experience. Oh, good. Um, in a way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how, but uh, we still got two more months. Maybe, maybe by then it'll become clear. It's why. been fun, I think, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we watched some good some good stuff, some bad stuff. We watched Shaft, that was good. That was nuts, yeah. Yeah. Um 
We did uh, Mission to Mars and Red Planet. Our first oh, yeah, double our, feature. Our double feature month. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. That was fun. Very different it was movies. Fun. <laughs> Very different movies. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been a weird kind of experiment to look back at a year that I still think is a very awkward year for cinema. Yep. Very awkward. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it's funny. All right. So that's, uh, what did I do? I did the socials. I did the email. I did, uh, the YouTube. Oh, if you want to like leave a comment and, and a five star rating, that's great. If you want to leave a one star rating, keep it to yourself. Um, <laughs> It doesn't affect you in any way if you don't rate it. Uh, tell a friend if you think that they would like it, though. That's kind of the most important thing. That's how podcasts spread. Mm-hmm. That's true. Or orally, Just through oral like tradition. Certain viruses. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Keeping it topical. We didn't even talk about the coronavirus once until now. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It means the planet is healing. Um, Does it, though? <laughs> it's really not. Stay inside, wear a mask. Oh, boy, yep. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to wear a mask if it's just you inside. I mean, no, that, you that's do. your choice. Always wear a No, I'm just kidding. In the shower, wear a mask. <laughs> We're wearing masks right now. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah, so we, we, are doing, we should say we are doing this podcast socially distanced, though. Very distanced. Yeah. Oh, like 4,000 kilometers distance. <laughs> yep. Pretty damn uh, far. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's the end of the show. Next month, Godzilla 2000. Uh, check out the An Empire video by Curry, K-U-R-I, mm-hmm. on YouTube. I directed it. It was real fun. I want to do more. Um, oh, and you happen, and if you happen to really, really love what we're doing... Go ahead and uh, look us up on Patreon. We got some special stuff there. You can. You oh, can we do have a Patreon. That's tr- that's correct. We do. Yeah. Uh, forgot about that. We did. What have we done? We did some movie commentaries with the Phantom Menace. We mm-hmm. did. And we've done some exclusives, um, like uh, going over the the MCU, and um, yeah. uh, we did a, a special for our fortieth, our fortieth episode special extravaganza. Yeah, we did. Um, what else did we do? Uh, oh, we did a commentary for Dune. We oh, put up our very first episode, which we never released to the public, on the movie Komodo. Oh, that's right. That's which I would episode. like to revisit at some point. I would love to hear that again. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, like, revisit the movie. Oh, I just wanted to hear how bad that first episode went. <laughs> that's probably not great. I didn't even, honestly... I didn't even re-listen to it. Like, I recorded a little bit to put at the beginning where I'm like, hey, just so you know, this is what this is. Um, uh, to kind of explain to people when they were listening to it on Patreon. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we're going to do more stuff on there. I want to do a, a Rise of Skywalker commentary. Now that Disney Plus has their shared viewing. Right, we can watch it simultaneously. Uh feature we can watch it simultaneously yeah, i want to yeah, do that yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out we'll figure that out yeah oh boy oh boy oh boy uh and then and then i think that will i can kind of put that one to bed we'll see we'll see we'll see um yeah that's it 
for this month. You got anything you want to plug? No, no, no. I'm good. No? All right. Cool. You dropped an album recently or anything? Or? Uh, no, no, I'm good. All right. Cool, 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 cool,